0: provide safe spaces for people to work within their own racial and ethnic groups. Join us every first and third Wednesday of the month at 7.30pm Eastern Time on Zoom for brave vulnerable conversations and for building culture through engaging embodied practices. For more details and registration visit ProjectSanctus.com Exploring the healing and culture building practices of embodied anti racism. This is with Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isla.
1: Welcome, welcome to the official podcast of Project Sanctus with Love and Justice for All. I'm Reverend Kelly Isla, and I am joined by my partner in crime, consciousness, and co creation, Reverend Ogan Holder. How are you doing today, Ogan?
0: Another day in paradise. literally (laughs) literally literally as i as i continue my nomadic adventure in in barbados yes home
1: right home of barbados
0: yes it is it is home and as the good book reminds us the prophet is not welcome in his own home so it's been
1: it's been been a little bit here and there (laughs) yeah i'm familiar with that um prophet is not welcome in their village yeah could be home could be yeah a lot of different villages so well I'm glad you get the. I've seen a couple pictures of blue water blue skies
0: white yeah I forget how pretty this place is sometimes you know I, I think I just take it for granted but you know you get get the right moment you're in the right mental frame of mind and you just have to just have to admire uh just the natural natural beauty of the place
1: well you know that we talked about that last week or the week before uh that noticing the awe
0: yeah let's enjoy it before climate change submerges us right right before the
1: island is sinks into the abyss somewhere right (laughs) actually
0: we are pretty sure you won't be here
1: right right that's uh, that's the future atlantis god that's scary all right back to with love and justice for all this is the official podcast for project sanctus and it's where we have conversations around embodied anti-racism Uh, Dismantling oppression in all its all its iterations, uh, fostering liberation and and oftentimes specifically around the challenges that arise as spiritual seekers, we always want to thank our listeners and our subscribers um, here in the United States, which uh, I think we've covered at least 40 of the 50 states, Um, Texas, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Missouri, Massachusetts, North Carolina and lots and lots more and we are global we are around the world in canada and ireland the ukraine mexico brazil new zealand um that's kind of fun when i think about that being around the world yeah um today we're going to talk about advent appreciation and appropriation cultural appropriation specifically uh but first Ogan, you have some some goodies to tell us about
0: some some goodies yeah um save the date we are starting a new 846 book club in January on January 10th specifically, Tuesdays or a few Tuesdays through February 7th, 7:30 to 9:30 p.m. Eastern, we're taking a look at American detox, the myth of wellness and how we can truly heal by Carrie Kelly. Uh, this is really taking a look at how the wellness industry, thanks to being subsumed by capitalism, is helping to prop up a lot of um, systems of oppression and really it's not making us any healthier. Uh, so we'll we'll be unpacking that. Uh, the author will be joining us on the podcast at some point and dropping in on class as well. So bookmark that. And as always, please buy your book from uh, our black owned bookstore partner, books and wine.com uh, Use eight four six book as a ten percent discount code with them. Um, and we're also starting off the year with a couple of couple of repeats. Some of our popular workshops from uh, this past year. Uh, First Love and Rage, that's coming up again January 15th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. This is more of a play shop that allows us to or invites us into redefining our relationship with anger, loving ourselves deeper, decolonizing ourselves towards wholeness. There'll be contemplation. There'll be conversation. uh, There'll be discomfort. There'll be ritual. Of course. All the things. What things. would
1: it, what would time spent with us not? What would it be if we didn't have some discomfort?
0: Exactly, exactly. And then for three Saturdays in February, the 11th, 18th, and 25th, all three Saturdays, we are doing do the work. This is an anti-racist activity uh, book that we had. We had a good time with <laughs> good time, as good time as you could have dismantling uh, racism. Yes, we had a good time learning and. Um, having a very experiential experience of what do we do? We hear this question over and over again. I'm not sure why we keep getting this question. I think the people that ask us this question haven't been paying attention, but in the or ocean, they don't like our answers. <laughs> they don't like there's that too. So and
1: if they keep asking, it's like when you go keep going back to the refrigerator yeah. thinking, if yeah. you open the door, something different will be there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, usually I go to people. You know, if you keep asking, the answer is not going to change because you keep asking. Uh, right. But um, just in case you are still wondering what to actually do uh, to help dismantle all these systems of oppression, come do the work with us again. So it's three Saturdays, and it's not it's not three. What, what am I trying to say? It'll it'll take the span of three Saturdays to cover. The material right. so it's not like you pick one show up show for all it's three it's a series it's a, it's a series. series it's an yeah. episodic adventure uh, February yes. 11th 18th 25th uh, 10 to 1 30 p.m. Eastern time uh, registration uh, for the uh, the American detox is up the other two will be up momentarily they are
1: I think they are up
0: I think they are up that shows you how yeah. often I visit my own website um, yeah. yes they are up so you can well, register it was just like s- a yesterday thing so yeah oh. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, yes, um, Kelly's, Kelly's the webmaster and the co-founder <laughs> and the bookkeeper. And I'm just here for eye candy, really. I mean, seriously. Well, you know what? Uh, you
1: that Don't discount
0: that. Oh, I'm not. I'm <laughs> okay, not. good. Okay, I'm good. Not. I'm not. If you had I've always money... wanted
1: to show up somewhere as eye candy. I don't see it happening anytime soon. So I have to live vicariously
0: through somebody. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Uh, so yes, so that just happened So yes, you can register for all these things And as always, you can always watch us Recording this podcast live uh, Tuesdays and Fridays uh, The time keeps moving around We apologize for that um, I think uh, we're going back to 3pm f- uh, Eastern time um, yeah. just Catch us some, somewhere But again, primarily uh, This is designed to be an audio podcast Please tell your friends about us um, and so you can participate in real time if you catch us on Facebook Live and or feel free to shoot us an email, anything on social media at any point in time or handle us at Get Our Holy on. And we have a voicemail. You can call, leave a message. 413-438-4659 or 413-GET-HOLY. Um, if there's anything you want us to discuss, any questions for clarification, any complaints, anything at all, any compliments, <laughs> we'll take it all. We right. will take it all. So uh today, yes, advent appreciation appropriation. It is what are we recording this December 6th? We're getting into the holidays. Um, uh, today would today would be a good video day. Over my shoulder are the twinkling uh practically yes. life size reindeer <laughs> that's that, that get placed. Are they that big? They are th- listen, they're pretty they're pretty <laughs> tall. They're pretty tall. Okay, yeah. The, they sit on top of the roof here um, I'm, wow. uh, in Barbados, my family's house that's attached to the commercial bakery. There's like a two story, <laughs> a, a guest house that I'm staying at on the, on the second floor. And usually the lights have been the last few days have been people just constantly putting up the Christmas lights. Like mm. this place gets festooned with illumination and inflatables. And, I love it. And these suckers behind me, these glittering, uh, twinkling uh, life-size reindeer things—they're not inflatable. These are actually like wire—you know, wire car—not wire carved. You know, they made out of wire, oh, like mesh scu- stuff. wire
1: sculpture kind of. There thing? you go,
0: wire sculpture yeah. Yeah. in words. Uh, yeah. So apparently, they were kind of just being stored in the corner here, and I thought, hey, you know, what? they're going to be up on the roof before you know it. It's it's December. I'll wow. make them part of my my backdrop. So so yeah, good 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 video day.
1: I like it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we're getting in. We're getting into the holidays, and for those of us who are who fall under the, I guess, Christian umbrella, the Christian tent, um, as they mm-hmm. say, the the big tent of Christianity. Did I tell you my? Did I ever tell you my unity joke? When people ask me what's <laughs> unity, how I, how I describe it. <laughs> So
1: I don't, if you did, I'm not remembering, no, but I, so I want to I hear it again. So
0: I go two things, right? This is the elevator. This is the like 10, 15 second elevator pitch for what unity right. is. So I go one <laughs> unity is uh, Christians who want to be Buddhist, but they're not ready to give up oh, God yet. Right. So there's that one. And then yep. I say, well, you know how Christianity is kind of like, you know, often described as a big tent and the tent poles are like Catholicism and then, you know, the Protestant movement. And kind of everybody else is kind of like an offshoot of that. So everything fits under this big tent of Christianity unity. We're like the tent flap in the breeze just just <laughs> yes. flutter in. Yeah, absolutely we're, we're barely there we're not
1: necessarily in the tent it depends <laughs> yeah. who you ask if it's flapping in the breeze you exactly. could be outside the tent yeah
0: barely there you know get frayed like at that. the ends as we're being flapped yeah. we get frayed at the end yeah no, nobody's quite sure what the purpose of the tent flap is really but it's, it's still there <laughs> right right Everybody hanging on
1: Yep. Yes, yeah, we yes, lots folks. of Christian language, but no definitions that match cr-
0: traditional Christianity. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Folks. We we are ordained <laughs> in the movement, so we can say that. <laughs> no one well, makes fun you know, unity, but those of us in it. <laughs> well,
1: and it, you know, no wonder a prophet's not welcome in their village. <laughs> exactly.
0: There's there's that too. Who's so those of us who are like you know Christian Christian affiliated. Uh we are we are in the season of Advent. Um this is the generally the what's it the four Sundays before Christmas we observe yes. Advent. Um so mm-hmm. so the so the timing of it moves around from year to year as as as, as Christmas moves around. Always particularly confusing when Christmas lands on a Sunday. Doesn't it land on a Sunday this year?
1: It does. It, it does. does.
0: Right. So Advent starts, which is why it started. So yes, it did. Yep. Yes, yes, it did. So we're we're in Advent, and this time of year is not uh, Christmas and slash Advent is not the only uh, f- um, religious spiritual observance uh, for this okay. time of year. Um, you know, we have um, uh, what else do we have? We got Christmas. we have we uh, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. We got Hanukkah. Yes, we have Hanukkah. We, we have Hanukkah. the winter
1: solstice. We have Yule. Solst-
0: yeah, yeah. So a bunch um, of stuff happens this year, and and, East-
1: and Eastern Orthodox, which oh, you,
0: you know is is not uh, you know
1: separate two Christianities.
0: They got their own tent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're the they're the other tent at the field.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So 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 what we find interesting about this time of year is or or we thought we'd have a little discussion around um sort of observing these various holidays and also how do we truly practice um um more of a holiday appreciation and not so much appropriation uh because that happens too as um, and, mm-hmm. and and often, you know, we talk about intent versus impact. The intention for a lot of people is to honor a tradition yeah. other than their own. And then sometimes they cross the line and it's no longer appreciation. It's appropriation and inappropriateness. Yeah. Uh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... So yeah, so we thought we'd have a little bit of a, you know, a discussion around that. So, so maybe we start with our own sandbox advent. Should we? Should we start? Yeah. We start there and, uh, and. Absolutely. Yeah, let's let's do. So the the interesting thing about Advent, I'll 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 start with this, and then like you take it. So the interesting thing about Advent is again, it's that time of preparation for the Nativity, the birth of the Messiah Jesus in you know, Christian Christian. Tradition. Of peace. yeah, all that stuff. Now Advent is the Advent season, the Sundays of Advent celebration are pretty much an invention of the Catholic Church. It's not like so so if you're reading the Bible, you're not going to say anything about Advent in there. In fact, <laughs> the birth of Jesus is a remarkably uneventful unnoticeable event for the rest of the world even even that corner of the world like yes you know and and for quite some time in the christian in the christian evolution his birth was not observed as anything special easter was the big was was always the big deal the birth was whatever we could take it or leave it you know a lot of that around you know not being clear when it happened and there was not one one couldn't make a whole like theological import for Jesus's birth. Um, I mean, even in the Bible themselves, you got like conflicting stories and versions around the birth. Two whole, very
1: different birth stories. Two
0: yeah. Two different stories. Got this whole thing about them going to Bethlehem and it's like, no, dude was born in Nazareth and it wasn't in, now, it was in spring. There's, just, there's just a whole, there's a lot of unclarity. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I was going well, to say made up bullshit, but unclarity.
1: <laughs> well, some of it's made up by the writer of the gospel. Based right. on, he's writing for the audience. So in the gospel of Luke, there's shepherds and lots of focus on marginalized, lots of focus on Mary, Mary, all about Mary in the gospel of Matthew. Mary gets one line, I think it's all about Joseph and King Herod. And um, anyway, Uh the um it is some of it is quote unquote made up and not from a made-up you know trying to make it up and being disrespectful but just through somebody's lens the writer through their lens through their perspective through their understanding which is how we have which is part of why we have this conversation about appreciation not appropriation there
0: were a um, lot of creative liberties taken is it yeah. fair to is it fair to say that perhaps the only factual part of that whole story is the fact that a baby was born like i mean you know there's there's yeah there's contention around how 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 the how the birth slash not the birth the pregnancy came about you know she was visited by the holy spirit as opposed to like you know she had a husband um you know right all, all all those all those things by the way so my last article for Unity Magazine, where I talk about the, you know, perpetuating narratives that do harm, one of the things I talked about was this idea of uh demigods, right? Uh um people who are half human, half deity, example like Jesus. Like Jesus, other examples, Hercules, uh, yep. stuff like that. Um, often happens for us without necessarily consent of the mother. (laughs) So basically you get these gods who to say, you know what, let's come down to earth and basically, you know, have our, have our way with a woman and boy, wasn't she lucky that we chose her. (laughs) So oh, I bet she feels lucky. So I write, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> consent was not a thing there either. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, no. the back, back, back of that time. No, and, and big that, fuss, sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, that that idea of a a, a divine entity mating with a human goes back thousands and thousands and thousands of years. That is not new to Christianity no. to Jesus. Not even remotely. Not even. Not she,
0: even remotely no yeah arguably Um, borrowed from
1: (laughs) yes it goes back you know ancient Egypt and even before that I mean it's just it's it's how you it's part of what the writer uses to validate the divinity of the baby yes because you know so anyway boy this interesting little trail we're wandering around
0: Yes, it is. Okay. And before we get off this trail, or are we gonna take another fork in, in the trail, you know, in the story, much much, much ado is made about the fact that she's a ver a virgin, un- unblemished, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is a whole other conversation around what exactly do what what exactly is virginity? Again, another whole made up thing. Um that it's the it's it's a mistranslation of the Greek word. <laughs> There's that, but I mean, just even in our in our well, well, let's start there. Yes. Let's start there. So what's what's the mistranslation?
1: Well, it just means young woman,
0: young woman, exactly. But in our modern times, right? Yeah, um, it's it's come to it's come to define this thing as the first time we have sex, and it's supposed to be a big deal. Again, it's a it's a made up terminology because. When we think about it, it's a very it's a very patriarchal approach. What we're trying to say is this it's is puritanical. It's puritanical and patriarchal. It's supposed to mean the first time a penis enters a vagina. Right. That's that's when you've lost your virginity. Well, what happens if a penis is not involved? <laughs> have you right? I mean, you know, two women have sex for the first time or is, is do they do they technically lose their virginity? right according according to that definition um so yeah so again virginity not not really a real thing and what happens if you have sex and there is no uh traditional you know penis well, there's in also the, go ahead well there's
1: also the the medical you know adding a medical piece to it that the hymen needs to be broken
0: yeah there's that too yeah what happens if it doesn't, like, doesn't. You're, you're still so does not a virgin
1: it could go your whole life you could be 87 years old yeah and <laughs>
0: what happens if it breaks not through sex are you right so so this whole because that happens too uh so this whole virginity concept is again to yeah. use a phrase i mentioned earlier made it bullshit um and 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 there's a lot of uh pressure and and also shame and stigma around it Right. um as as well um you know that speaking from well, personal it's... experience been there been there done that um in in terms of in terms of of the pressure and the shame and uh, around it so yeah there's a whole it's, it's it's a whole thing so it's 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 fascinating well, it's... that we have a whole holiday <laughs> we yeah. have a holiday like lifting up virginity right. when it's yes. technically not yeah. really a thing
1: Well, it's 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 filled and it's filtered into, or I don't filter's right word, but it's it's um, infiltrated is a better word into our culture in terms of purity. And then there's all these things that purity means that really is just propping up, um, you know. White, yes. white privilege white body cultural norms and exactly um and what's pure and and saving yourself for marriage and wearing a white dress you know for your wedding and and if you don't save yourself for marriage what that means or what's the appropriate age for you know having sexual intercourse and that there's this piety and purity around the body and and what's how it's supposed to be that largely comes and and most religions have um now most many religions have uh you know around <clears throat> um some some elements or teachings around sexual activity uh but none that I know of that is that goes well every I guess every religion has a spectrum right very mm-hmm. conservative very liberal but in in it's but for the U.S it's that very far right Christian um you know I heard a joke the other day that you know even <laughs> probably get us in trouble here, but um that Mike Pence keeps his eyes closed during sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Making dear. the point around conservative, puritanical Christian, uh, you know, where because it was that there was all that about, you know, he would never leave his wife alone anywhere.
0: Right. I'm like, really? Well, <clears> I mean, in Mike Mike Pence's defense, whatever you want to do while you're having sex, as long as there's just consent and nobody's harmed, hey, go for it. Right, right. You want to keep, you keep your eyes closed for the whole thing? I am mad at you. Nope. If you want to keep the lights keep on. Keep it I, in I, your bedroom. Yeah, I, I am mad at you either. I am mad at you either. Don't don't tell us what to do about what we do. Yes, right.
1: <laughs> that was the person's point. Yeah,
0: yeah there's, <clears> there's there's that as well. So, yes, <clears> it's it's fascinating that we're entering a, a time of year where we're, we're not having the discussions around the things that are central to the whole narrative um yeah in, in 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 my in my opinion um so uh so anyways so so let's let's uh break down advent a little bit and and yeah maybe, maybe a way of 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 a new way of looking at it or we reconf- re re or adapting recalibrating recalibrate oh that's a good word i like that isn't that a good word yeah recalibrating word? Yep. um our our relationship with advent
1: I I'm all for that um excuse me every um you know this one uh the longer you're a minister and that you're if you're involved with a spiritual community every year having especially in Christian tradition uh, finding new ways to talk about the same old holidays
0: worst time of year I hated holy holidays (laughs)
1: How many different ways can I talk about Christmas? How many different ways can I talk about you Hated know it. Lent
0: or Easter or whatever? Hated it. What have I? Yeah. How am I, It's so weird, right? Because it's like we go through this thing. I realize. I'll speak for myself. As a minister, I went through this thing where it's like, how many ways can I say this differently? And the truth is, most of the people don't want me to say it differently. They want to hear. I the know. Same. They want the faith. I know. Same. I don't get that at cool. all because it bores me to tears. <laughs>
1: um oh my but goodness. yeah so that's so actually that was years ago I decided that every year I'm like there has to be a it's like Lent is the giving up God for Lent right like that's my that's my mantra every year for Lent giving up God for Lent which means what is this really about and what is it about this year and and what does it mean and how am I holding it and why is it important does it still need to be important like all kinds of questions so of course I do that with Advent um, you know, this year, and the word itself means to, you know, arriving, like something's coming. So it's it's already, it, something's coming, but it's not here yet. Um, and so that's really what Advent uh, is, is really about. And, and the first time that it shows up in, in historical documents and within the uh, church is uh, somewhere around maybe sixth century somewhere around 5th, 7th century, um, it starts to show up as this time before uh, Christmas, before um, the written about birth of Jesus. And for me, it's this year, and and I find every year, it's less and less about (laughs) scripture and less and less about Jesus um, and I'm not discounting scripture, I'm not discounting Jesus, um, but it's, it hasn't been really about scripture for a really long time, because that's just somebody's, it's, scripture is doing exactly what I do, it's somebody's perspective, somebody else's writing about someone's, you know, taking some lived experience and making it practical for me, like, what does it mean in my life, and so that's, while I wouldn't say I celebrate Advent, I, there is, it is a time of, I go back to the word itself, that there's something arriving. You know, Advent is always arriving, meaning it isn't just the four weeks before Christmas. It really is a time that, you know, can be a practice, my own spiritual practice all year round, you know, if I wanted to do four, four week increments. But <clears throat> this year, I, I really went much further with it in terms of, um, what is it? What does it really mean in, Uh, today, like in this world, this crazy, fucked up, chaotic, you know, awe-inspiring, you know, you know, sometimes nightmare, sometimes daydream that we're in, you know, COVID just, it changed everything. And I don't know that it changed a lot as much as it just sped things up, really, really sped things up. And, um, but enormous amount of chaos. And so for me, um I went back to sort of what are the anchor points around Advent so what's always arriving right and what's and that it's not here yet whatever it is and I went to I really used the the idea or the metaphor of the womb um because mm. it's it's you know this ultimately the story you know there's no spoiler alert here the story ends with the birth of Jesus So there's while there's nine months to to gestation it's this last month of you know the experience in the womb, so to speak, Um, so that's kind of the place that I came from and and I have a a blog series on it Um, and also added to it. that we we often while we may quote unquote celebrate advent together like you know we come together on sunday we light an advent candle maybe your family does things so it seems communal but it's it's really not it's we're doing our own individual thing there's still this individual focus i may come together with you and sing songs or something but it still makes this inward focus and so so what i have been doing is trying is wanting to shift that make it intentionally walking through this experience, you know, together, Um, of course, I can't force anyone and lots of people like wait, you want me to do my, you want me to meditate with people, you want me to speak out loud about the dark corners within, you know, the womb that's tucked inside. So, uh, because we we have, and we just finished, you know, sort of mowing over the, you know, the traditional mythology around Jesus and Christmas. Um, And we have, at least in Western culture, um, pretty well sanitized
0: the birth story of Jesus. you say say mowed mowed over, I say we tear it down so that we can rebuild it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, mowed over, tear it down, you know, dig it up. Yes. Yeah.
0: As, um as, and that well we should
1: yeah absolutely um deconstruct right yeah this yeah. disorder you know disorder well, it's,
0: or- it's it's how we it's how we can reconcile and make sense of it so that because mm-hmm. I know I know for me I remember my very first huge crisis of faith when I uh in college found out you know the Bible was not the inerrant word of God that needed to be taken literally uh you know because I'd lived my whole life up to that point I'm 21 at this point Yeah. Something like that. Uh, and you know, that was, that was my, 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 my Morin just becoming shattered. Um, and what do I do then? So, so then it it's like the, uh, the, the deconstruction allows us to if we choose still have a sense of faith, spirituality, a sense of self in relation to the rest of the universe, within a context of you know maybe a religion maybe not it ultimately doesn't matter um right with, without without it needing to without us needing to make excuses for things that sort of kind of don't make sense right without us needing yeah. to just spend a lot of time bypassing the obvious ways things don't add up um and 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 yeah so um, so it's it is it is an important process, and I would argue it's not a process of of losing faith, as some would accuse. Yeah. It's it's a process of deepening your faith, actually. Because yes. now your whole being can be in the belief of it, yeah. not just not just the sense of uh, obligation, or your your head is uh, struggling to make sense of what your heart wants to align with. It all falls into place.
1: Well, and I, I, I really wanted to also to come at it too from a perspective of, you know, if you look at traditionally how Advent is acknowledged and, and you know, at Sunday service, you know, anything you do during the week, it's very, um, uh, it, it's it's really steeped in in, in institutional racism, because you, you know, how do we keep it nice, how do we keep it comfortable, how do we make it all glittery and white and um you know just we we it, we make it beautiful we make it serene we um you know kind of sanitize the whole thing when the reality is is that a birth is incredibly messy it's incredibly chaotic it's loud you know and and a, and our world is messy and chaotic and loud and then some and we just have we have this you know within uh you know a social privilege this you know move to the light quick move to the light quick move to what's comfortable quick go you know and we forget that there's a visceral reality to this season which is sorry go ahead no it's just and we lose that visceral you know what's hard what's uncomfortable advent is not is about something arriving it's not yet here and we really suck at waiting you know yes, we, we do. really do we suck at waiting i want it now get it now urgent it's got to be perfect which is that whole pristine you know um ma- decorating the homes and nativity scenes and and mantles and the doors and you know i love all the decoration too uh, please don't misunderstand i'm not looking over your shoulder at a couple of reindeer i'm not i love the, <laughs> the decoration and lights too but it it, it it very often is more of a distraction yes so i don't look And don't address how hard it is to wait and not just wait but in the northern hemisphere waiting in the dark
0: waiting in in the dark it is the darkest time of the year and and you mentioned the the you don't you don't know how how they can how we can talk about this without addressing systems of oppression forgetting that that was what jesus was born into uh you know he 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 was born into a time at a time when his people were oppressed, where his people were um, you know, we, we deal with white supremacy. What was it back then? Roman Roman supremacy? Is that, yeah. is that the best, best way to put it, right? And his his entire life was about well an empire. Yeah, it was empire. an empire. Thank you, yeah. empire. I can't make words today. Uh he, that's right. right.
1: He... You're the eye candy, I'm the dictionary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now, now who's gonna live vicariously like through who? <laughs> now who's gonna <laughs> live vicariously like through who? Uh, so, so yeah, he was, he was, his whole life was about resisting empire, right? Yeah. and yeah. and this is this is the work of this Manlin white supremacy. So it's I always find it fascinating that there are people who elevate the Jesus story and want to look to Jesus as the example of love and forget all the other things that revolutionary love right 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 they they don't bring in the whole the whole story about jesus being angry about jesus being violent about jesus mocking the oppressors about jesus yeah being being literally standing between those who would be victimized by those who would oppress like yeah. that part of the story we never hear a lot about is mostly about you know, hey, love and forgiveness and peace, which again, all good things, and it's not the either or; it's it's the both. And you gotta you gotta do both. And and I would say that the Jesus story is about getting into those places of peace and love by addressing the systems of oppression and pointing out that you can't <clears throat> exist one can't exist without the other
1: well it and it so it comes back to we're not good at waiting i mean yes. look at when george floyd was murdered a year later okay aren't we done yet like even yes. two years later okay we, we aren't we over this yet like haven't we moved into transracial? like we're just we are not good at waiting no, we not. it's not easy when the world is there's so much uncertainty and there's suffering and we just want to move away from what we see as dark um uncomfortable um, we want to move into solution. How do I quickly get her done? What's the
0: solution? Yep. Productivity, we're, output. We're getting to the point where two-day shipping is not fast enough.
1: Right. I know. Because there's a, there's got to be an Amazon warehouse a few hours away from where you live.
0: You yeah. Get yeah. it now. And I was like, um, I'm sorry. You can order anything in the world you want. It gets to your doorstep in two days. And that's not fast, fast enough, enough fast for enough. you. Right. I know. <laughs> like what happened
1: to us what happened to us (laughs) so my my practice of of Advent this year is that is is being with what is is being the reality life comes with an enormous amount of collateral damage right it comes Mm -hmm. with there's you know illness there's financial um distress and and bottoming out there's relationships you know collapse there's job losses, there's discrimination, there's our own internal struggles, right, all this ontological and existential crises that we've all just created, um, you know, uh, that, and we need to carry all that into this season of waiting, and wait with it. So my practice this year is is, you know, in these four weeks is around starting with the dark, it's it's the darkest time of the year here in the northern hemisphere and i'm pretty sure it's dang dark in a womb um yeah
0: you're muted so, uh, so, so we've been told
1: yeah uh i'm gonna trust that so moving so being in the dark and recognizing what that is and if you think about our ancestors it they couldn't see the hand in front of their face at night outside there's no artificial light we don't actually even know what darkness is, physical darkness. And right. then, of course, there's the, the you know, dark in terms of our shadows, the, the things that we don't want to look at that are messy and chaotic. And then I, the second week I move into, you know, our body, our physically our body and, and embodied spirituality and not cutting ourselves off at the neck. Oh, I'm having emotion. I got to get rid of it quick. You know, I'm feeling uncomfortable. What can I do to make it go away um, rather than, bringing it to life, like giving it space and um, feeling it. And how does it show up in my body and how can I be in movement with that emotion kind Mm -hmm. of thing? And then in the third week is being silent. And I don't mean, you know, if you hear silence and you're a unity person, I'm not talking Charles Fillmore, the silence I'm talking about actual silent, you know, like do we, how often are we actually just silent? Like be quiet. (laughs) <laughs> quiet silence, um, and what's, what's so uncomfortable about it? Um, you know, what am I avoiding? That's one of the, one of the big things, um, you know, there is keeping in mind Advent, there's something arriving, it's not here yet, and I'm, you know, what am I trying to avoid? And then the last week is, is really focused on the waiting, even though we've kind of been waiting, it's just learning to be in that, being acquainted with, um, with just waiting, you know, um, you know, if you think about when someone says to you, um, you know, you ask somebody something and they kind of go well just a second, and the other person goes it's okay take your time I can wait, like, what does that really mean like, you know it's okay I can wait kind of thing so the last piece is, is the waiting piece and. Because uh, um, again coming back to this communal womb what's growing in the dark right and Mm -hmm. I'm willing to be still you know have my body be still or move the body um and be able to move the body in the quote-unquote dark you know the darkest emotions I'm having or or you know lived experiences that need an a voice and an outlet and and then being silent and waiting um you know we aren't always privy to what's happening right and we need to get off that train Because that's part of the the um, systems of oppression is thinking that we're privy to everything.
0: Yeah, and and uh, very cultural and and here I am in Barbados, a place where basically you know by five by thirty, as it starts to get dark, like all businesses close. Like there's the the only the only business that is open when it's dark here in Barbados is food businesses, restaurants, you know, right. and that's primarily because of tourism. Um, but other than that, the place shuts down. So so I, I I grew up in a culture that taught me it got dark, you you go home and you get quiet. <laughs>
1: like yeah. You, not you know, here.
0: <laughs> and, and and we still we still practice that to this to this to this day. Um you know we don't we don't have we don't have, we don't observe daylight savings time. And because we're further, right. we're closer to the equator. We don't, we don't have as, as acute shifts in in daylight from season to season. So pretty much all during the year here in Barbados, between mm. that five and six o'clock hour, it gets dark and businesses close and people go home and we just chill. You know, nice. this is, this is, yeah. this is what we do. So, so yeah, it's, 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 really kind of so in a sense and and amazon does not do two day delivery here so uh so so it's a it's a different um internalized mindset in terms of patience and waiting and and yeah so so we are not good here
1: in the united states about waiting
0: oh compared no no to a lot no. of other
1: places in the world
0: <laughs> yes yeah exactly exactly no. um so anyways um so so that's sorry go ahead no no go ahead
1: well you were probably going to segue there I but I wanted to um that's kind of like my you know what I'm doing um which I think is good practice anytime but it it what you remind me of as you talk about Barbados is that it's also if you're in a spiritual community that does some practice and ritual around Advent keeping in mind that it's celebrated and practices practiced in different ways
0: um yeah that was where uh, I was going to segue us to so
1: perfect. okay perfect. I'm chatty today so great minds chat, the light. chat on chat on chat on um well one of the places I really wanted to to start with though is that in terms of um the African American community um and you know if you look um you know, African American spiritual and church communities, if, if you look kind of historically, um, what you find is that there's not, um, um, the generally there's not been the focus on Advent right. to the extent and, and sort of power and focus and, and really bringing it forward within African American, uh, church communities, as with, um, In in more in white Christian churches, Uh, and when you look at the history of it it's. um, um, It really is the liturgical practices have really been about you know gearing toward gathering you know the hearts and the minds and and not so much about a prescribed ritual, although certainly that's gone on, but one of the things that one of the reasons is that. um, um, After the. Especially uh, after the Civil War, um, any kind of um, paintings and artwork and and any kind of creative expressions around Advent, around the birth of Jesus, never made it to the light of day. Right? You're not not. Uh, even even before the Civil War but more so after the Civil War um because any Black uh African American artists doing any kind of creative expression well it's not going to make it out to mainstream right um not here in the U.S and so um what we wind up with in American culture is a lot of creative expression where everybody's white yeah. and it's a white holiday and it's a here's you know it's a white Jesus it's a white it's a yeah I used to joke about there's a, a church near here, unity church near here that for years and years had this picture of Jesus on the wall hanging on the wall holding several lambs or one of them and a bunch of little lambs at his feet and we always called it the Kevin Costner Jesus
0: ah <laughs> there you <laughs> go of, that's what he looked like yeah but
1: um or but the it's, Ewan, Ewan it,
0: McGregor Jesus
1: <laughs> yes yes but it's interesting to to look at you know the history and um. You know it it uh you know how um again you know a story not being a story not being told in its completeness you know through the lens of your own your own lived experience your own culture your own ethnicity your own you know your own home um and somebody else putting up you know needing to uh filter it uh because advent and christmas is you know
0: baby white jesus um, baby baby white jesus and then speaking yeah. of speaking of through your own culture and your, or your own ethnicity then then sometimes we compound the issue by by borrowing from others yes um, and then it 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 shifts into into appropriation um yes as, as well and it and it sort of does raise the question of who gets to celebrate what and right. for me it's it's less a question of who gets to celebrate what it's more a question of how are you celebrating and who is involved in the facilitation of the celebration um, right. i think those are more important questions and uh if none of the ethnicities that you are thinking you're appreciating are present in the planning and the execution, you probably want to hit pause. Then, then it really, then it really can fall into um, appropriation um, as, as, as well. So yeah, becomes, it becomes, it becomes tricky then. So, so if you are a, you know, a a white, a church that is, I guess, primarily white, mostly white, almost all white, and you decide you want to, you want to honor other traditions and you know roll in with some some i don't know some hanukkah celebrations some uh kwanzaa stuff if there's if there's no one representing those uh the 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 ethnicities to which those celebrations are meant to uh to be celebrated by then you got to really ask yourself why you're doing it um yeah and, and who are you performing for? Because then it really becomes performative and, uh, uh, performance, performance. I don't, I don't think when it becomes performative, it's any different. It I think then you're squarely in, in the category of appropriation. if it's yes. really just performative. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, one of the things that, um, uh, it, you know, in, in my looking at the, you know, how Advent is acknowledged or celebrated in other cultures and ethnicities. Um, one of the things that I, I came across was um, uh, in in um, Langston Hughes, some of his writing, he reflects that, that um, you know, Advent is about already, but not yet, right? Kind of like what I was saying, it's not quite here yet. Uh-huh. Like we have it in mind, but already, but not yet. Um, and he, uh, he takes that and um, he reflects that that is the quality of black life. That's what he says is it's the quality of black life already, but not yet, um, which I thought was, um, was really pretty powerful. Um, he's, he, Langston Hughes writes that in a 1926 essay Earth. called The Negro Artists and the Racial Mountain
0: are arguably still already but not yet
1: (laughs) yes i know that's what kind of made it was like i was like oh my gosh and that was 1926 and here we are 100 almost 100 years later still already not yet yeah um but then so then i looked at uh you know also and and what you said is is you know in, in looking at your spiritual community if advent is something that that you you know participate in and your spiritual community partakes in um that you know if you're going to look at say how you know latinx community um may celebrate you know in mexico or central america or south america there's much more celebratory nature to it there's a whole you know um you know there's parades and um what's the what is the word you know uh, and programs and you know um of that are uh, Portraying the journey of Mary and Joseph, you know, to Bethlehem, and um, lots of of you know the pomp and circumstance and celebration and lots of food and and just much more embodied you know festive nature of what's coming. Um, And if if you know somebody somebody in a community wants to you know not do the same old same old for Advent, I would absolutely encourage them to to find other ways of, you know, this is how other cultures celebrate, but don't do it yourself. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah.
0: And also mentioned that it's quite possible. There was never a trip to Bethlehem. So, you know, I mean, just tell the whole story. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a fan of the whole story.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Um, but so let's come, you know, come, come back to on that note, you uh, know, don't do it yourself is, um, you know, one of the holidays we mentioned at the beginning, and you may have just already said it was, was Kwanzaa, you know, the, which is this year, the day after, well, is it yeah. always the day after Christmas? Yeah. I think so, yes. Um, um, and, and what that is and, and how to, you know, I see a lot of churches wanting to acknowledge Kwanzaa um without necessarily understanding the nature of the holiday, um, yeah and it makes me nervous <laughs> I confess <laughs> um you know it's not that I don't want I don't it's not that I don't want you know um intercultural and interreligious celebration and rituals I just think we you know, if you are if you really understand and recognize Kwanzaa, which is a uniquely African American celebration, right? um, That's focused on traditional African values of family, um, and the community and um, such. Um, It's not political or religious, actually. um, And it's not a substitute for Christmas. But it's affirming and reaffirming african-american people their ancestors and culture which to me means that if you're a white person you got no business leading a kwanzaa service um yeah yeah
0: yeah hella awkward. i have to pause on that one hello yeah. hello 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 awkward um yeah. yeah what would what would possess a person well i think i think the I don't want to say ignorant, but you know, it takes me back to it takes me back to when we did the book study of a nice racism by Robin mm. D'Angelo. You know, and you know, she talked about well-meaning, well-intentioned progressives yes. who do more harm than yeah. than good. And for me, that's really one of those instances of um, you know thinking you're thinking you are. Mm. trying to be more quote-unquote inclusive inclusive? yeah there you go we're on the same path here. trying to (laughs) to be more inclusive
1: but
0: ultimately you're not because what you're saying is i'm taking this thing that wasn't intended for me not created by me and i am telling you what to do about i'm sure i'm showing i'm showing you what to do about it which is not inclusive at all. That's that's really right. kind of the opposite effect. Um, but but this is this is a sense of again what white supremacy says, which is like you to white bodies, you can take up any space you want. Yes, and, and you don't yes. have to ask permission or yep anything like that. And again, it doesn't matter what your intention is. It doesn't matter if you're doing it from a mean place. Or a or a seemingly loving place. None of those things matter. Again, many of us believe that as long as we are coming from a well-intentioned place, it's okay. And that's that's a thing we gotta we gotta move on past um as well. So if you want to have a Kwanzaa celebration in your spiritual community, get some black folk involved. At the very mm-hmm. least, ask the black folk if they want a Kwanzaa celebration because black people are not a monolith. Not all Black right. folks celebrate Kwanzaa. I am one of those Black folks who who does not. Again, you mentioned it's a uniquely African American celebration. I am not African American. You know, yes, I am of African descent, and yes, I am an American citizen. However, I'm I'm not African American. I'm not culturally African. Although, since I've been back in Barbados, talking to some other expat friends. <laughs> Someone said to me, you know, you're more American than you are Bajan right now. I was like, you know, you're not you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I but but I also said, I think it's less that than it's just like I'm I'm getting I'm almost 50 years old. And there are just a lot of things I don't want to do anymore. (laughs) We were there was a there was a big there was a big like music festival music concert uh, one night um, a few nights ago um some some big artists like ashanti beanie man some other you know um uh, reggae artists and um and a friend of mine who's also uh basically an american expat she was she was going i was like yeah i don't i don't think i want to go she's like what do you mean why don't you want to go it's like okay first of all i'm i'm an introvert big big crowds of music don't big crowds aren't aren't my thing and The last a few weeks ago, we had one of these on and people, the the artist got delayed and like the main guy didn't hit the stage till like 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, like, none of that. (laughs) I don't have the energy for that. It's like 9.30, 10. And I'm like, all right, I think it's time to get ready for bed. Like, there's no part of me that wants to do that anymore. So I'm like, and she's like, do you even know who these artists are? I said, no, I don't know who half of them are. And that's when she said, mm-hmm. You're more American than Bajan. And I'm like, Well, I mean, because of it, I've re- very ex- expanded my music palette. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. mean, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, but yeah. So it's, it's, it's the being, being here for an extended period of time. I'm realizing as I'm now going into week four, I think, or three of being here, um, mm-hmm. going into week four. I'm noticing like a lot of, you know, we talk about the embodied experience and noticing what's going on in this. I'm noticing how much of me is, is, is uh, not, not reconciling, but, but noticing what's coming up in terms of things I, uh, consciously and unconsciously let go of as part of my cultural mm. connection, uh, things I think, I might want to re re-embra- re-embrace, uh, Things like I don't know how I feel about, like all that's all of that's coming up. Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm here, I'm I'm in a different culture, and even though it is my home culture, I've been pretty much my adult life, my entire adult life. I have been removed from it, so there's a bit of a relearning, and also a learning anew because this is not the same place. These you know that it was when I I grew up. Right. You know, I went I went to I went to an event a couple of nights ago where it was it was hilarious. It was like I could tell I could tell the American influence was on here because it it was built as like a cultural uh, event, but there was so much going on in a very tight space. We had DJ, we had dancers, we had a dude painting like I mean, on a big ass (laughs) canvas in real time doing painting. There's a little pop up uh designer in the corner selling clothes <laughs> there's food like there was so much going on in this really small space i'm just like there, there's it's, it was like too much right so so it's 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 a whole thing but anyways yeah. long story short it's it's that idea it's that idea of again um it's if it's not if it's not yours it's okay yeah to not do anything with it or at the very least have have people who to whom it belongs be involved and no it doesn't belong to all of us
1: <laughs> no it doesn't uh, cultural appropriation is a think of it as plagiarism yes um yes. you know and there's it's incorporating language cultural expressions rituals practices um about which there's very little if any basis for direct knowledge experience or authenticity in you know in that someone's you know personhood so I would never lead a, a Kwanzaa celebration you know there's right. there's a spectrum of beliefs around who should or shouldn't participate and you know a more conservative is only you know African Americans yeah. um and then a more liberal is include everybody but still African Americans are the ones who lead it because it's all it's the entire um celebration you know was designed for cultural expression of you know African Americans Um, yes yeah
0: and it's born out of
1: their it's (laughs) born out of their struggle and You know remembering and redemption and and having been beaten down for centuries it's it's designed to lift each other up
0: um yeah it's barely iffy if i were to leave it like okay yeah (laughs) not 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 african-american while similarities of of oppression and colonialization exist it's it's not it's not the same because because those systems of oppression are not as um, not as, uh, I guess, systemic here in Barbados. We have our own issues, but no means yeah. no mistake. Um, um, ooh, cool thing, cool things happening. Our government is actually, uh, pursuing, not pursuing, pursuing actual reparations from one of the descendants of, um, the, the, the last name is, uh, Drax. Um, he was a British, um, person um enslaver back in the day who basically was um one of the one of the biggest names for establishing slavery in the caribbean and you know the 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 remnants not the remnants the plantation that he built here in Barbados still stands owned Uh. by one of his descendants who was a member of parliament in england um sorry in britain um and the government is actually in talks with this man pursuing reparations which may look like handing over the property which may look like a a, a number of different ways to say like we right. we we actually like this in guesswork we can actually trace you know and yeah. you still own this property
1: uh right.
0: here and 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 that family to the state is is ridiculous i think the the, the member of parliament, he's, he, his net worth is more than a few millions, um, mm. and 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 a lot of that again passed down from generation to generation, including his slave owner ancestor. So it's like, wow, yeah, you know. So 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 that's the thing that's that's happening here uh, right now. And it's been fa- it's been fascinating to watch it unfold and go like, yeah, yeah, that that feels right. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh yeah. um, even if even if it's just returning the property, returning the land so that we can put it to our use. Right. Um, because this is originally the land from which it from which it came. So so yeah. yeah, so it's these 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 things are these things are ongoing. So we again we just invite you to be mindful, to be to be aware. Yes. Ask ask some questions. Yes, it's okay to ask, should I be doing this? You know, if you're well, wondering please ask yeah if you're not wondering still ask <laughs>
1: Right. well what happens is just real quickly you know before we wrap up is is that you know the principles of Kwanzaa you know the principles of you know that I was talking about behind Advent the principles of you know we also have Hanukkah coming up oh yeah and so the principles behind some of these religious or cultural holidays and celebrations can quickly become it's not hard to see how they're universal values Yes. Right. It's not hard to see how well, of course, we believe blah, 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 you know, which is maybe the hallmark or the the focus of, of Hanukkah or Diwali or or whatever, you know, holiday or, or cultural um, acknowledgement. But it's it behooves us, especially in, you know, we're picking on unity because we have a long history of cultural appropriation, is that just because it it looks and smells and tastes like well i believe that you know yeah. and these universal values doesn't mean you do it
0: right exactly you know e- 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 exactly even elements of even elements of, of indigenous native americans you yes know? yes you know we love we love yeah, us a a good smudge. Solstice. <laughs> yes exactly, exactly. And, and guilty but i've been there done that i've mm-hmm. i've done it myself uh yeah. so so yep. so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all yeah. that. Huh. All right. So once again, we've we've ruined holidays for people. No, we haven't. <laughs> we're 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 not. We're actually trying, we're actually inviting you not to ruin them. <laughs> by we're asking you to more. expand. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So I do want to where can people find your blog posts? Because they're they're really rich and and, and powerful
1: kellyisler.com. There you go. Um
0: and there's in the main navigation says blog. There we go. Go to kellyisler.com, or in all your free time. Can you also put them on Project Tank's yes. blog page? Yes. There we go. Uh, we have some of yours and mine. We have a I have a lot I need to get up I on. Maybe we ours. should put them in an email and in, in our email for email We should. Yeah. yeah, all these great ideas we have in real time on a yeah. podcast that may or may not get <laughs> done. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> Again, we are we are the staff. We are
1: waiting in the dark.
0: <laughs> we are we are we are both the ideas and the executioners. Is that right? No. Yes, the, the we are the
1: administrative assistants, we are the CEO, we are the interns, we are the we are mid-level all, management,
0: we're all the above. So if some things don't get done, there's only two of us. Uh but if you do want to help us get some things done, we will we greatly appreciate your uh, donations and contributions yes. you can do that at project sanctus.com hit the donate button um also on the website you can see again all those uh, opportunities and invitations i mentioned at the top of the hour the love and rage to do the work uh the american detox for the book club um, and also please remember to tell your friends about the podcast uh if you're listening and let me know you can find us on all the podcast platforms that there are out there. I think we're on pretty much all of them. Um, mm-hmm. Search us. If, if you happen to be on a podcast platform that we're not on, let us know. Um, and we'll try to get it on there. If your friends don't know what podcasts are, um, let them know they can find us at with Love and Justice for all and i think that's all we got for today so until we meet again let's get our holy on